Whilst he was speaking, Lucy had been examining the flowers and smelling them. Now she threw them down, saying, with half laughter and half disgust, "'Oh, Professor, I believe you are only putting up a joke on me. Why, these flowers are only common garlic!' To my surprise, Van Helsing rose up and said with all his sternness, his iron jaw set, and his bushy eyebrows meeting, "'No trifling with me! I never jest! There is grim purpose in what I do, and I warn you that you do not thwart me. Take care for the sake of others, if not for your own.' Then, seeing poor Lucy scared, as she might well be, he went on more gently, "'Oh, little miss, my dear, do not fear me.' I only do for your good, but there is much virtue to you in those so common flowers. See, I place them myself in your room. I make myself the wreath that you are to wear. But hush! No telling to others that make so inquisitive questions. We must obey, and silence is a part of obedience, and obedience is to bring you strong and well into loving arms that wait for you. Now sit still a while. Come with me, friend John, and you shall help me deck the room with my garlic, which is all the way from Harlem, where my friend Vanderpool raised herb in his glass houses all the year. I had to telegraph yesterday, or they would not have been here. We went into the room, taking the flowers with us. The professor's actions were certainly odd, and not to be found in any pharmacopoeia that I ever heard of. First he fastened up the windows and latched them securely. Next, taking a handful of the flowers, he rubbed them all over the sashes, as though to ensure that every whiff of air that might get in would be laden with the garlic smell. Then with a wisp he rubbed all over the jam of the door, above, below, and at each side, and round the fireplace in the same way. 